Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today we're going to be doing a stock analysis on SNAP, ticker symbol SNAP. In today's stock analysis, I'm going to share my price target, some risk and opportunities. I'm going to look at Q2 2022 uh, earnings results, and I'm going to share my DCF model for Snapchat. And lastly, I'll give my final thoughts on Snapchat as an investment. All right, jumping into my price target for Snapchat, I have them from $7 to $8 in the next 12 months. They're currently trading around $10 a share. So it indicates about a 20 to 30% downside from where they're currently trading. Now in my DCF model, I currently have them around $11.64 a share. I'll share that with you and go over the details as well as the, the EBITDA multiple of $6.28 later in the video. Now a few of the risk and opportunities. Starting off with risk, we have, um, again, Snapchat is previously overpriced. They were about 87, they are about 87% uh, lower than they were 12 months ago. Looking at uh, moving forward, ad revenue is starting to tighten. We saw that with the Q2 results. Free cash flow dropping in Q2 as well. I think they will likely recover, but the question is really when. They were starting to trend towards a higher free cash flow, what we saw in full year 2021. And I think that's where a lot of this overpricing started to go. Um, but again, if you looked at Facebook and some other folks who are looking at ad revenue, they were already hinting that this thing was going to be dropping. So it's a little surprising to me that people are shocked that ad revenue was tightening in Q2 for uh, Snapchat. Um, and then the last thing I'll say from a risk perspective, the all-time low from, from since Snap's been trading, I think that's 2016, 2017, is around $5 a share. And so um, I think more than likely that is probably about the floor. Are they likely to get to $5 a share? I'm not, I'm not, I don't think so, but who knows in this market, it's, it's pretty wild. Now for some of the opportunities, I'm mainly gonna be paying attention to the free cash flow um, for their future earnings results. Again, as I mentioned earlier, I do think that it can widen back out and I, it could indicate a buy signal. So that's going to be the main focus for me. Another thing is, is just watching the EBITDA and free cash flow margins expand. So um, if you'll, I'll, I'll describe a little bit more of this into the, um, the DCF model I'll go over later, is that those things are going to be critical for the valuation inside of my DCF model for Snapchat. And if you are, um, if the growth rate does go up, which is another big reason why they dropped, was because um, if the growth rate does expand, it's now below 10%, um, you know, that could be pretty good for them moving forward and, and definitely would, would hand them to a larger valuation. Now, the last thing is for an opportunity is a potential acquisition. Uh, Snapchat is largely focused, not, not completely, but they are looking towards augmented reality and a good fit for them, I think, would be Meta. Meta also has a ton of cash on hand and has a lot of financial mechanisms to be able to afford uh, Snapchat. Now, I think there are benefits of Snapchat versus I think it would complement all of the Facebook and Meta apps that they have out there. And I don't think it's a far stretch to that take their advertising power and, and push it into that platform. I also think it's another avenue for them to compete with folks like TikTok. Um, just, just another way to do it. The other part of that is, is likely if they did sell, I think they would sell for over $10 a share. Um, what that actually would look like is, you know, anyone's guess, but that is my just gut feeling on that. All right, jumping into Q2 2022 results for Snapchat reported on July 21st. Their earnings per share normalized came in at negative two cents. They beat the analyst expectations of negative three by one cents. On the gap earnings per share side, they, um, they missed by five cents reporting negative 
26 cents per share. And on the revenue side, they missed by $23 million, reporting $1.11 billion. All right, jumping to my DCF model for Snap. Now we have the valuation, as I mentioned earlier, at $11.64 and $6.28 for the EBITDA multiple. Now let's go over some of the assumptions that where I got, where I came to those valuations. So looking at the growth rate, I really have them at 11% this year and 10% moving forward with a long-term growth rate of 7%. I have the discount rate at 11%, the EBITDA multiple, uh, multiple at 12, and um, a net debt of about $1.9 billion. So it's actually positive for them and current shares outstanding around $1.7 billion. Now, moving into some of the things that are really pay a lot of, uh, really play a lot of weight into this. So, looking at the EBITDA ratio and free cash flow ratio, these things I like to play with in order to know what they're going to do moving forward. So, starting off, actually, let me start with the growth rate. So, looking at the growth rate, you can see it's you know started off pretty dang high, and it's been hovering around 40, had 60, 60 percent last year. Could have been, could have been why they had such a high. Um, High valuation was because they started to see these, you know, some growth accelerate there. But now we're seeing growth around negative, you know, basically around low single digits, I think. Um, and they're looking at Q3 as to being flat. They said that in their earnings report that they think Q3 is going to be flat. What Q4 will look like, it's really hard to predict. So 11% could be on the high side for 2022, but that's what I have in my model right now. Just be aware of that. Now, 10% moving forward, I think, is very, very conservative for the potential that SNAP presents. So, again, if you increase those to 20% or 30%, I wouldn't disagree with you because it's possible. It's definitely possible. It's just very difficult to uh, assume that. So, I like to be very conservative, and this is extremely conservative, in my opinion, with SNAP. So, uh, next thing I want to go into EBITDA ratio and free cash flow ratio, which really play into that EBITDA and the EBITDA margin and our free cash flow. So starting off with EBITDA ratio, you can see that it's been pretty largely dropping in the last few years, which is a good thing. We want that to go from the negative up into the positive side. This year, I'll think about be about negative 5% on the EBITDA ratio and slowly over the next few years going into the positive. That's where we want to see them go in order to even have a positive um, valuation on the EBITDA side, you know, when I have this EBITDA multiple up here in the valuation. So assuming that they get to half of what Facebook is on their EBITDA margin, that would put them around 20%. Facebook's somewhere around 40% at the moment. Looking at the free cash flow side, they have them, uh, you can see that that free cash flow has been significantly the cash burn effectively has been significantly dropping almost in this last year they achieved five percent um, revenue to free cash flow which was ex extremely good to see first time they've had positive free cash flow for a full fiscal year since their inception wonderful to see that the question is is what are they going to do moving forward now we just saw a quarter of negative free cash flow what are we going to see moving forward throughout the rest of the year likely it'll probably be negative if they're saying that things are going to be flat they're probably into they probably were anticipating capex to be a lot higher and so as well as operating um operating margins so this seven percent may be optimistic but if i extrapolate out to where i believe they're going to be over the course of the next five years i do think it's possible that they get all the way up to 16 percent now that i think i still think that is low as a comparison to some other companies in their space 
But again, they're not nearly the size of those companies, so it's difficult to give them a, a you know, margin as high as a company like Facebook or Google, for example. So in this scenario, I'm keeping it around 16%, and um, again, those growth rates are relatively low if you're, if you're thinking about the potential Snap presents. So that's my DCF model for um, Snap which is at 11.64 and 6.28 for the EBITDA multiple valuation. All right, now for my thoughts on Snap as an investment. So right now I do think it's a high risk play. I do think there is still downside for Snap in the short term. The thing that we're gonna have to pay attention, I missed, I, I, I mentioned this before, is that I think there is some opportunity in the stock. We're just gonna have to watch the free cash flow, see where it goes. I don't know if 2022, fiscal year 2022, is going to be an opportunity for investors to invest in Snap. I would sit on the sidelines, wait this out, look for opportunity as it gets closer to probably $5 a share, and that might be an intriguing position to enter into. I still think there's gonna be a lot of volatility. We're gonna to need to see ad spend go back up before uh, we see any traction in the free cash flow margin expanding or if it does. So those things are very important. Uh, lastly, on the growth side, we're gonna to have to see that, again, they said they're go they think it's fairly flat for Q3. So again, if you're gonna be holding this thing up until Q3, likely you're gonna see a flat earnings for Q3. If it's higher, we may see snap pop, which, which would be good for folks if they're entering the position. Right now, I think there's too much risk to the downside. Management is, you know, they're non-committal on Q3 um, outlook. So again, I think as an investor, I would, I would advise to sit on the sideline, at least me personally. Now, I do think it does present, as I mentioned earlier, if it gets down to the $5 range, very intriguing opportunity has a lot of growth potential in this model i only put 10 percent with a seven percent uh, in perpetuity um, and again that's probably like the next 15 20 years so i do think there is a lot of opportunity for snap stock but right now is not the time to be buying in my opinion if you like this type of content please consider subscribing and if it is on personal finance investing and stock analysis please hit that like button my name is frank frank finance out